Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo and it is episode 161 and today I'm doing it solo. Uh, Jenna and friends, they have uh, she her two uh, tw- set of twins are moving up north and we wish them well, but uh, I have this habit, I got to release an episode on a Tuesday and I thought this would be excellent time, episode 161 uh, recap of this t- uh, time and if you... Uh, if you are a fan, uh, please keep on staying with us, uh, w- uh, listening, and hope for us uh, to overcome our battles with uh, sound, uh, physics, technology, content, all those things. And uh, originally, uh, you know, I'm Jim the Keys bartender. If you need a re- uh, introduction, and we came up, I came up with this idea, thinking that we might be a podcast where we come from the perspective of a a bar in the subtropics in the United States, hence Key's Bartender. We're starting to take on topics uh, that are similar to bar, uh, service industry, but related, but, you know, something that most people can relate to. And I hope that we do provide that content. And I'm just going to go and do a rehash of it. When uh, I, I originally started out, I started with a host of mine, Connor. He was great in the beginning, you know. Uh, he, he's a wonderful guy. It's just, you know, you have certain chemistries you need to maintain when you're on the air. And if, uh, someone, and that's probably primarily me, is trying to be off the cuff. Uh, you don't want to offend someone you're with. And so, you know, sometimes you, you have to make sure you have the right kind of mix on there. And, uh, Connor, Connor has a great voice and he has a brilliant, uh, observations, a wealth of knowledge, but it wasn't necessarily a, a good fit when you call a spade a spade there. But we started our episodes first uh, from the uh, patio of his house, and then we moved it on to the catch restaurant we were doing in the lounge. And the first, uh, as I look back at the episodes, um, one of the pilot episodes of uh, uh, blue cheese olives exclamation uh, point and that was more of a bitch session about people coming in and I think I started out bitching about people I don't think that's was my original intent just to be a uh, talking shit about people that came in and and I do apologize if I did do that and it happens sometimes um, but uh, I wanted to make more observational uh, comedy not necessarily uh, th- putting the ridicule and ridiculous. So we have like tipping, not a city in China, blue cheese olives, um, you know, bitching about people that want a day off on the holidays and they're working in the service industry. That's that, that was kind of mean spirited. And uh, but we started out pretty explicit right away. We wanted to be able to say fuck, shit, dick, balls, all that stuff. And not worry about it because it is for uh, adults and much like a bar setting and the type of bar we're in. We're not uh, necessarily a martini bar, but we could be in a martini bar. Uh, I would change probably the way I speak there uh, versus a, uh, a bar bar. And uh, we were started doing we started doing this in a lounge at the catch restaurant. And every so often you'd have people come in with their kids and they sit at a table in the lounge area, and uh, we'd be talking about sex, 
date rape and all that stuff. And there you see a eight year old kid sitting over there sucking down a uh, a Shirley Temple. And then we uh, really um, felt <laughs> we really felt it. Uh, that we were probably overstepping the bounds. And I think I continued it for over, uh, we're doing it for over a year. And it's still, you know, uh, some, of the, some of the language I was embarrassed about, not necessarily that I said it, but that I said it in the presence of people that maybe shouldn't have heard that. So I kept on looking for different venues, more adult venues. And uh, so uh, that was April. That was almost two years ago. It's now, uh, today is March 26th or the 25th. I'm not exactly sure, but it's my one day off, Tuesday, uh, one of the days off that I have no obligations other than familial obligations. So that's why I try to do it on Tuesdays. And we are coming up on, uh, there are some changes coming up, not necessarily in format, but we are having, uh, we are uh, looking to, cement a deal for representation and production and all the good stuff. So uh, the Keys bartender will move on to its next, uh, I don't even know, evolutionary process that will be hopefully a better content, better, uh, we, we can con- concentrate on formatting uh, guests and uh, not be concerned about as much as trying to get the word out there because we'll have someone doing that for us. So I'm looking back on some of the ex, uh, best, uh, past episodes. When I first started doing this, I, I still have very little uh, ability to come down with the with sound. And uh, right now I'm using a, it's called a meteor mic, a Samsung meteor mic. It's a powered mic and I don't have to hold it up. I could just do whatever I want. I'm in the, uh, my family area. There's no one home, uh, relatively quiet here. And so I, I'm able to use this in a crowded area. I might use, it's called a dynamic mic. And that mic picks up pretty much all the sound within a, you know, six, eight inches of where it is and loud sounds for further away, but you could be in a crowded area with a dynamic mic and that's, um, uh, you, you won't pick up all the ambient sounds around you, which I kind of like the idea of having, the ambient noise of a crowd behind me at a bar. But uh, we'll get back to that later. And uh, in the beginning, we had time. I'm going to go through maybe the first 20. What does it take to get a drink? Uh, this is how people, that, that that was a problem episode because I think I kept on losing my signal. If I didn't have, I use this online application for uh, producing uh, the uh, podcast. And it has its own uh, virtual soundboard mixer and things like that. But I also use a mixing board that goes into a computer and I am woefully, woefully trained for that. I have, it's usually been hit or miss, uh, trial and error. And, uh, I'm finally trying to, I'm, I'm finally, I think I'm 80% of the chance, uh, the 80% of the way there. And, uh, so it was a struggle in the beginning. Uh, it was, Easy to write the topics, whether they're good, bad, or uh, horrible. The um, uh, that's actually good and bad and horrible, the same thing, I guess. But the, whether that's the case, it was easy to come up with the things to talk about, and difficult to uh, be sure that the sound would come out so it would be enough to tolerate. And then, you know, once we don't have to worry about sound and production and show notes. 
hopefully we'll be able to concentrate more on content, guest, uh, venue, and things like that. And uh, maybe, you know, star will shine. But once again, we go back. We started in April of uh, 2017. The first episodes, I deemed, they were just horrible. They're just, uh, I made them private. So (laughs) you'll see, even though it says 161, it's actually probably 156 or 155, but when, there are other episodes. And some of the episodes are broken up in uh, multiple pieces because, once again, I have a virtual soundboard. And a virtual soundboard, when I lost um, Wi-Fi signal, it would go down. And that's why I should have just, uh, well, even with virtual soundboard, even if I'm just recording, which I like to do live. So um, my idea of doing it live is that you can't go back and delete something if something was missaid. I, I always hope that we'd say exactly what we mean and uh, not hold back. Uh, there are complaints that people say I've heard that I've they have a very very progressive tilt to the podcast, but that's because I'm the host. And if you you'd like to uh, espouse other views, then you, you know what it's a it's a free world. You can you can go and create your own podcast. So the first episodes I told you about the uh, the other ones to see. Uh, What's it? Take a drink. A real nitwit walks into a bar. That was a shitty title. But right after that, I went, oh, great story. Went on a cruise. And I started contacting the cruise line that I was doing the podcast. And I was doing a podcast. And I was going to do more uh, of the podcasting from the cruise. And we had, uh, we were on the Carnival Splendor. And it was a beautiful cruise. And they were very accommodating to us. I mean, I was only about 12 episodes into my podcast. And uh, they gave us some complimentary items, uh, which I thought it was really nice. Um, not, you know, I, I'm not, I wasn't a, I, I still am not a celebrity, but it was in the beginning. And uh, they, they gave me access to their, uh, their staff. I was able to get, invent, and, uh, what do they call them, the events coordinator, the cruise director, and things like that. And we, uh, I did a couple small cruise cast and we did uh uh from the the uh, you know when we went away when we went off the ship and um i had a really great interview when i was on the ship with the cruise director and uh we had it in their club area and the club was empty and i had um it's where their comedians and stand up and all their singers and all whatever stuff do their shows. So we're just at a small table in the back of this club and it's just us. And we did this great, the guy and I are riffing back and forth. I forget his name. And, um, I had the free Wi-Fi they provided and things like that. And I had an imperfect understanding of the software. And, uh, like I've done once before, once after I mean, and before I deleted an episode I didn't want to delete. And that was the episode with the cruise director. And that was the denouement, the high point of the cruise. And I was pissed off for three weeks. And I blamed everyone. I, I could, I should have been pointing the mirror because I did every, it was, it was my fault. So that was in August uh, where I came back and then we, uh, I did a show about weight gain from the uh, that. I'm trying to working out my problem. And at that time, we had um, a young lady from Poland, and uh, she came to visit us, and she stayed with us for a month. Very sweet, uh, 
Carolyn, Karolinka is her name. And she uh, helped out with Sky, our, my daughter, and she's a, she's a uh, medical student. And we had a great time and we did an episode. Uh, I think we did it in Polish. We did a small, short episode in Polish and I instructed her in English. Um, she knew English, but we did the whole, I let them do the podcasting in Polish. And I was interviewing them to say things uh, and tell them how creepy I was. And I, I thought it was self-deprecating. I thought that was amusing. It was probably was stupid as shit. But the girls were charming, uh, sh- charming, charming, charming. That's a uh, toilet paper. But um, I went on my kick with foreign visitors. And then I had, I think I had some French friends come to visit me um, and some people from uh, Wales. And it was, uh, we had them come in there and then uh, we started talking about crazy conspiracy theories. That was episode 14. And uh, then we started talking about so many interesting people. Now, this is August 30th, 2017. And if you're not familiar with August 30th, uh, 2017, we had just had a couple of hurricanes uh, in the uh, Atlantic Basin. And uh, we were, uh, we did an episode of it about creepers creepy people in bars, but we also are keeping, you know, the same time, we're just watching these hurricanes develop, you know, off the west coast of Africa, and they're, they're huge, they're huge, and then the beginning of uh, September calls around, 2017, and that was the seminal moment for the show, um, it's episodes uh, of 16 through, gosh, uh, 21, 22, we did uh, Hurricane Irma episodes, the prep stories, uh, talking about them coming in, what we're going to do, uh, the evacuation. Um, I did a short uh, one as we're evacuating uh, and when we were pulled off the side of the road. And, uh, we were just keeping track of it. We were you know, taking our family and talking about the preparations we did. Uh, and then when we got up to the place we evacuated from, because it was coming dead on at the point we evacuated, it was Thursday, we were about, um, it was Wednesday or Thursday, we were real, it was zeroed in right on Key Largo, it ended up hitting uh, to the west of us, and uh, the, the uh, ground zero was uh, Big Pine Key, but um, we were, you know, or Deer Key. But we, we did see a lot of devastation up here, and it just got greater as it went down. But we were, I wasn't willing to risk it with a wife and a daughter and uh, a little puppy. You know, if I was by myself, I think I would do it. It's not because I'm a brave guy, because I would have been fucking stupid enough to stay behind and think that, you know why I'm not going to leave. I'll just stay behind and drink with everyone that uh, would stay. And I'm not calling the people that stay behind stupid. It's just some people are more attached to their things and don't, you know, and as it turned out, which I get to, we did evacuate the Lakeland and I had uh, contact with three people that stayed in the Keys. And uh, once or twice, um, it was, I had uh, uh, several times spoke to uh, when the Keys first got struck to Chris Yulin, David Kay, and, uh, my uh, Bill Wissinger, who was a longtime co-host of uh, the Keys Bartender, and I'm sure uh, we'll have him on again. 
but uh, during uh, Irma, I'm up in Lakeland with my family at a uh, nice hotel, and they were kind enough to, uh, you know, most of the hotels, what happens, it's almost like martial law when a hurricane happens and they allow you to bring your, your pets and all these supplies with you. You know, you, when you leave, you, you find out what's really important in your life. You just take your most important papers, your keepsakes, maybe some jewelry that you have, and things you can't afford to lose because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And it could be under, like, what, how many feet of water. And uh, we went up there. And while uh, Irma was uh, hitting the keys, we're up in Lakeland. And what happened, it kind of uh, jinxed around, went through the keys, did a lot of damage uh, to uh, further south of where I am, and then looped around uh, uh, Florida and went into uh, Lakeland. Florida, and it kind of followed us where we went. And the thing about hurricanes, uh, like tornadoes, you don't know where they're going to go. But we just stayed it. We stayed in a strong enough structure in a in a big enough city on the mainland, high enough land that we were going to be underwater at least. And we were about eighty feet up in the air, and it turned out pretty good for us. The worst damage was it, it just moved the hotel enough to bust some pipes in it and uh, one of the uh, you know on the ninth floor and I think the eighth floor was flooding the next day but other than that there was uh, Lakeland uh, weathered it pretty good so we did uh, yep a couple of the episodes I, I think even I brought in my wife Abby and uh, Yolanda to do the Polish and English one uh, we also did I uh, had some friends uh, from who are from France that now live in Florida and they did we did a uh, French uh, report for uh, about 10 minutes and on the 10th uh, we uh, we did uh, the you know right at the tail end and then uh, we did the recovery episodes following um, the recovery episodes we were just talking about all the damage was done trying to raise money and awareness that uh, within weeks, the keys were reopened, even though it looks devastated here. I mean, when I came back, when I came back from the keys, it was as if uh, a giant, uh, a, a Goliath came with a hedge trimmer and trimmed everything 15 feet, every tree 15 feet or higher. It's just an even cut right across and all the leaves are gone. And because we're semi-tropics, there's never a time down here when all the leaves are gone. But Almost all the leaves, except for palm fronds, they, uh, coconut trees are, I guess, evolutionarily adapted to keep a hold of their palms if they're staying upright. But every other tree was bare, and I never saw it down here. This is closest as you, you'd ever experience fall, winter to look like down here. And um, it was all, all the greenery was uh, stripped. But if you come down here now and you know, we're um, so that was 2017 It's 2019 and we kept uh, talk about uh, we they, there was the one of the big uh, things was uh, there was rumors of uh, a vastly un- under reporting of fatalities in Irma. And there was always these rumors that there was hundreds, if not hundreds, thousands of people that died but were unreported because there were undocumented people or people off the grid or people that lived, uh, we call them liveaboards. They just uh, live on a boat, a semi-passable uh, boat, let's say, something that still floats, obviously 
got afloat, but it may not have a, a, a mast or anything like that. And they just live there and they take the rowboats inland to get supplies and go back out. And they live their whole life. It's called living on the hook. And they don't have to pay, you know, pay anything other than if they're paying rent to the person on the boat or they're squatters on a boat, you know. And some of the times, uh, getting later, I'm going to find out whether these are hazardous to a uh, to uh, navigation. But that's neither here nor there right now. I'm going through the review. So then we started talking about, we got into more the meat of it. We started uh, talking the issues of, uh, what do you say, anger management, how we handle our tempers. Uh, we did a couple of pit stop parties, uh, a... Uh, uh, we went back to the old trying to true with people asking for things, uh, some strange things. You know, how people are have a, um, it could be a, just a fear of pickles. I remember we did a whole show. People said, I don't want a pickle. I don't want a pickle near my plate. I don't want to taste any pickle juice. I don't want anything. And I said, well, I mean, I thought at this time maybe something happened to the guy with a pickle. He may have been abused with it. Uh, and then, you know, every so often I had, I talked about some of the weird animals we have down here because, you know, you could go to uh, one of these, our local supermarkets called Publix. And one time I get out of my car and there's just eight chickens standing there on a group of shopping carts. And it looks like uh, an arrangement that someone would make so they could, you know, do a, a painting. But there were just, uh, you know, a couple chickens, two roost, you know, two roosters just hanging, point, looking different directions, just standing there. And I know there's other places, but they're mainly like third world places or more. Um, let's say it's kind of like a looks like, look like a rural, rural picture of the United States in the 1930s. You know, if you go to this small town and, you know, there's chickens, there's loose chickens running around and stuff like that. So that that was crazy. And then we had uh, the. Um, the Me Too movement, because uh, Matt Lauer would be really fucking surpri- uh, surprised at that. And then then uh, during these episodes, we're already, uh, I think we made the transition. We are, uh, it was Bill Wissinger and Luke Glenn were on the show, and they were with me for over 100 episodes. And uh, Bill really did a bang-up job on uh, the sound. And uh, we did episodes, you know, make home, because they look just like the guys from ZZ Top. They were, you know, long ass beards. Um, they're both musicians, and uh, you know, you talk to them. After a while, it took me a while. I understand, understood what they were talking about. Sometimes they call their their own phrasing about um, uh, long pig and things like that. Whatever terminology they use that I wasn't familiar with as a city boy. And then we got into the ideas of um, big concept ideas. Is uh, uh, cell phone cameras, how no one lives their life private anymore. And then we did our Christmas episodes and uh, we got um, Bill and I uh, uh, going over stories and stuff like that. We had um, uh, a bar exorcist story. It was when uh, we had some crazy people coming to a bar and how I chased her out. Uh, the jury duty episode, we went to infomercials. Uh, we we tried to um, one episode we tried to give all these uh, where uh, people have these opinions on what Luke looks like. You know, I I think he looks like a wizard. He looks a little like Gandalf. Some people think he looks like someone from ZZ Top or Duck Dynasty. Um, we started talking about um, 
you know, what's in your spam folder instead of what's in your wallet. And, you know, in these guys, they wouldn't admit that they, you know, Luke and Bill never admitted that there would be lots of porn. But granted, if you're a man, there's in your in your junk files and all that stuff, in your, your history, there's a lot of porn. And uh, and now all we, one of the great ones, is one drunk guy comes in and he just looks up and gives, gives me a, a starfish sandwich. And I'm like, oh, fuck, is that a thing down here? Starfish sandwich? I've never heard of it. I've been, it was already, so it's 2018. I came down and I came down uh, over, well, 11 years, almost 11 years. And I've never heard of a starfish sandwich. So I asked around, I said uh, to my coworker, I said, this drunk guy came in and asked for a starfish sandwich. And she goes, we got a starfish. And I put a, a little, I think I took a little, um, it's like a, pa- a plaster uh, starfish and put it on a roll and uh, I didn't give it to the guy because he was probably drunk enough to do it uh, and then we started talking about Luke losing his keys and stuff oh we talked about the backpack guy the backpack guy he was a great guy the backpack guy was um, someone that came in and he uh, he had this he was just a short fat guy he came over talked to two young ladies and he started telling a joke and it was about the the punchline was uh, boobies uh, because, uh, but the guy couldn't even get through the whole joke and he just goes at the end and goes, I love titties. Uh, that was that was a great one. And then we went over uh, once again with people that were uh, uh, obsessive on their drinks, how they micromanage their drinks. Um, you know, they want three onions, two olives, one lime twist. That's an actually title of the show. And, you know, you come up, you know, when you come and micromanage your drinks and stuff like that, you better be like young Jennifer Stan, uh, Jennifer Aniston hot or uh, Charlize Theron because, you know, no one's going to think that's really cute after a while. They just find it fucking annoying. And then uh, we try to do, I think, was it International Women's Day? But it was, yes, last year, International Women's Day. And I did it a little early and we missed it. Uh, but right at the end, we, we started talking how, you know, misogynistic the, the service industry is and how, you know, a lot of guys of our generation and Bill and Luke, and they were telling stories of how, you know, the women they're with and their, their, their siblings and their parents and how they got along with them. And, you know, we were try, trying to be generally respectful of women. And then right at the end of the show, uh, I'm ready to sign off and I turn it over to Luke and Luke goes into the song. Uh, he a song he wrote, I think he wrote it, and it's called I Love Pussy. And he goes, pussy, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Then it's right at the end of the International Women's Day uh, show. Now, listen, I'm not culturally, obviously, uh, you heard me say pussy before and dick and all this stuff and talk about sex and dildos and all that stuff. But um, I didn't want to end the International Women's Day show that way. You know, it, it was funny. It was funny. I told I just said, Bill, stop. I didn't cut off Luke. I let him finish. And then I waited and I apologized. And we uh, we did that. So uh, then we get on that. That was our first 50 episodes. And that was a big milestone because then we started doing two shows a week. And, uh, you know, one show, Luke gets his beard on fire. Uh, we lost Luke one time. I had some French friends come in. Uh, we had... Uh, what the white paper, I don't even know what that means. That's probably like the white album 
the Beatles, but I, obviously I'm not comparing myself to the Beatles. It's show business, not show friends. That's right, according because all the hosts I had. Um, what's it? Uh, the, we don't need no stinking badges, the skunk gate. The flat earth, we started talking about conspiracy theories. And, oh, my God, that was a great episode, episode 58. And then we started doing Blackwater Siren in episode uh, 59. And started to, and then we went and talked about mentally challenged. Oh, some guy comes up to us at the, uh, he's drunk. And this is where I don't really have a problem with drunk people coming up and talking to me because obviously I'm a bartender. And I've been uh, on the giving and the receiving end in the past. So I, I try not to be prejudged or ridicule people like that. But this guy was great. He came up to me at the end and he said, I asked him where we were. And I told him, uh, he didn't, he didn't know exactly where he was and what kind of food they serve. But, uh, I mean, he didn't even know what city he was in. So, I mean, that guy was having a really good time. Uh, then we had strangers in a strange land. That was visitors from out there. I had uh, episode seventy. Had a psych test, psych psycho test. Actually, it was it should be called, but the psych test, and that's with uh, Chris, the m- musician Chris Lute, a friend of mine, and um, Chris Lute. Uh, we went through the psycho. Uh, there's a book called the Psycho Test, and it's supposedly the first psychological test that was given to. Uh, to give a definitive uh, uh, definition to people that might have, uh, might be psychotic, uh, whether it's true or not. But that was his. And then I had a friend, uh, Alan, uh, uh, Tony Allen. He's a Keys funeral director talking about some of his stuff came on episode. Uh, well, and then we're rolling through the 70s, uh, 76. We have the secret meeting. That secret meeting meeting, once again, Luke probably didn't show up for a show and didn't say anything. So um, then we did some first dates, uh, talking about how you handle first dates, and that was in June, and uh, 2018, and uh, oh, t- June two, uh, I think we were uh, we were uh, talking about uh, butt plugs, and Luke uh, was suggesting that he might be up for uh, trying one out. If we, because later on, through so many episodes, we talk about how freaking hot it gets down here, uh, about our lobster mini season, and then we're this in our 90s, and we tried to, attempted to do, and I still want to do this, a live podcast from the boat ramp of the Caribbean Club, the world famous Caribbean Club in Key Largo. And uh, that's a, a bar. Uh, it only takes cash. Uh, it's, a, it's the, if you're going to be drinking in Key Largo, that's, the place for drink because you're not going to be eating there because they don't serve food. And it has the main boat ramp in town where people use. And when you have liquor and boats being put in water, it is just a recipe for hilarity to ensue. You'll have cars being, you know, uh, trucks being put in there, boats falling off, uh, hopefully no one getting uh, uh, hurt. Uh, but uh, that, that didn't, it, w- it wasn't a lot of, it was supposed to be a busy day. But it didn't happen. Then we're rolling close. Now we got we got Disney Exorcism, the balls, uh, closing time, and then episode one hundred, the face liquor. The face liquor was uh, a seminal moment. It's our hundredth episode, and supposedly all year here. Even though yeah, we it could have been our ninety fourth, considering we got rid of the other ones. Um, we 
I, I started thinking back when we got to 100. I said, we, are we funny? Are we doing the right thing? Uh, should we keep on doing it? Uh, but obviously, we're on, this is episode 161. So um, what, what was the answer to that one? Uh, I think it was yes. And then the face liquor, that was a great story. That was a, a woman who was drinking tequila. It was her birthday. And at the end, uh, she was coming over and she was a sloppy drunk. And she came over and gone, come on, come over here, Jim, give me a kiss. And I'm like pretending to do something behind a bar. I'm writing things down, you know, washing glasses. And they go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm very busy. I go, take him. You know, I pointed to a friend of mine who happened to be a, a, a high school teacher who's a, uh, the shop, uh, the shop teacher at the local high school. And she goes over and gives him a kiss on the face. And then she takes her tongue out and licks his whole face. And it was hilarious. Um, and you just have to see it when some unexpectedly get your face licked by someone at the bar and you didn't even expect it. So, and then we had our, some of our better, uh, episodes, zombie porn. Then we went out to all the fetishes up there, weird fetishes. That was it. That was a good episode. And then we have uh, Cameli Posolemus, and that's camel toe. That's the Latin word for camel toe. We started talking about camel toe, moose knuckle, and all those things. You know, when you have your pants too tight for guys, it's when your your balls and your dick are like bunched up. Or women, it's when you you can do a little, you know, when your vagina is, uh, you, you know, just outlined right there when you have that. I think they, they even have, we talked about, they even have uh, prosthesis to put in there. So some people want to have it. I don't find it, you know, camel toe is not something that I find very attractive, you know. Uh, but, and then we had dill don't. We have medication time. Should I stay or should I go? Normalizing the perverse. Oh, we started talking about, you know, we we talking a lot of pervy things. And right around this time, we, we were in discussions, and I think it was butt plug time, with this uh, adult store, you know, porn store in uh, Key Largo. It's called the Lover's Boutique. And uh, we, I got in contact with the owners, and we were in contact on Facebook Messenger, and we went back and forth, and I expressed uh, interest in doing a podcast, and I wanted to do it live from in there. And I had an idea, and the idea was we'll just do it, surround it, talk about the things in there, be really clinical. You know, I think it'd be kind of funny because we always talked about that shit anyway at that time. And then if someone wanted to come over, if they happen to make a purchase, I'd do a little bit maybe. What's in your bag? You know, you, you could have you could have a little pocket pussy. You could have uh, dirty. Um, uh, DVDs and things like that. Uh, that was a really, uh, a, I thought it would have been a great concept and it would have really moved the show along quickly. But in later episodes, Luke started talking about using a vibrating butt plug. And he suggested that he would just use it as a, um, use just a trial period. Use the butt plug, and then they, when he's done, you can just, you know, we, we, it wouldn't be, you could put it right back on the shelf. And I explained to Luke, I said, you know, a butt plug or a dildo is something you do not want to put back on the shelf if it's been used. Now, I'm not saying that places don't do that. I just don't think the concept is that. And I think what happened, maybe, is they may have heard that and they thought these guys cannot go into this place because they're going to be ripping apart our things. And maybe the, maybe the guy that looks like, uh, Gandalf may shove a butt plug up there, his butt, and you know, and this other guy, Jim, will record it. And I said, Well, I would, if Luke did do that, I would 
be very pissed at him. But I would, I could tell you, uh, listeners, 100%, if Luke stuck a vibrating butt plug up himself, I would have mic'd him for all it was worth, and that would have been gold. But, and I, I told Luke, I said, Luke, um, maybe you shouldn't drink so much before you do the podcast, because we did have that episode. Luke would come in. It'd be one o'clock in the afternoon. I said, oh, the podcast is five. It was okay. And he started drinking a one. I go, oh, man, he's funny. But, I mean, it's hard. If you notice, you'll see, listen to some of the episodes. you probably hear uh, the ones that Luke drank a little more. And I'm sure every so often you'll notice an episode or two where I may have drank a little too much. Today, I'm not drinking at all. Um, not that I won't drink at all today. It's just too early in the day for me to drink. And then, uh, oh, this was a great one. I had a um, found a picture of a inflatable. Uh, it looked like underpants. They were inflatable, but what they were actually for was uh, it's from the '60s or '70s, and it was supposedly it was sold in magazines and was supposed to help you lose weight. And I I put in a sexy future and it showed these people in these inflatable underpants and there was nothing sexy about it and it almost got banned it got banned from uh either iHeartRadio or something like that and I had to go back and make a uh, appeal and I said no if you look at it the the thing none of the items that we talked about even though the show was explicit the picture wasn't explicit so they let me go up okay and then then I was in a loss for what I can do to take the show in a new direction and then I started interviewing people uh i started i i still have this uh we're going to do more of this in the but i i started interviewing people for the show and uh i did uh, uh, uh melissa De- uh divine and emily pearson and uh the nice girls and stuff like that happening young girls you know what i mean and we did it on skype and then i realized oh my god i gotta break the thing i was trying to get some dude i can interview so it didn't look like i was a a horny old bastard just interviewing these young hot girls, but um, I, I thought maybe you know what until I get the sound perfected better I think we're and I think it came out they did it come out pretty good but it's hard to get really kind of ridiculous with someone who's about thirty years younger than you and uh, I, I just it's not one of the things I do well so then we had a reunion and then oh we had a listener from Iran who kept you know I, I kept on seeing some episodes being listened to in Iran and uh, we started giving them a shout out during the show for the next 10 shows. Uh, and then we called it th- uh, the, the, all of a sudden no more listener in Iran. And we speculated that um, Sharia law may came in there and just said, you know, they took his head, you know what I mean? You know, one of those things. Um, I tried to add this, my, my, my Muslim uh, taunt, uh, and then we did, I had my buddy, Pat Hogan, a uh, great guy. Uh, we talked about, uh, we did an episode about fraternity, uh, which has a lot to do with drinking. And then we have cyber dating. Oh, dating online. That was a good one. Uh, sweatsuit. Uh, then episode 116, the Halloween buildup episodes. And uh, that was, uh, we were doing two weeks, so we're going, blowing through this thing we got uh episode 119 b-hole pleasures i think we're still talking about the thing even though we got shot down uh for yeah we had a big i did longer lead up to halloween than um i did for christmas 
and then uh, we uh, started going back into uh, other topics. Take our fucking picture, uh, O Canada. I think that's how I was going off in Canadians. And then um, what was this episode two thing? I didn't say that. Things I didn't say. Um, uh, my stance against cancer. Uh, we go through and then we shitty sidewalks. That was the Christmas one. Shitty sidewalks. And then we had a little break for about a week and a half. And uh, we started blowing through these in January again. And uh, Moby Douche we had. But right in, I think, the last episode with Luke and Bill was in February. And... Um, what happened was we, uh, it was right at the end of February and January. And if if it sounded like, and uh, I'd have to end the show, we're at 160 episode, uh, it's 161. With, uh, I appreciated uh, the commitment that Bill and Luke had to the show and, and showing up most times. And I know they have other things or music is, is primary importance. But for me, the podcast was for as an art form or semi-art form or whatever you want to call it was primary importance to me and I needed to have someone that was committed to that and uh, I, I couldn't ask them to do it if we weren't if I couldn't compensate them and and it was hard to be able to tell them like hey listen we're trying to make this about comedy not about a, a bitch session and stuff like that and it's really hard to tell people what to do when they're not being paid to do it but uh, I was saying, this is the goal. This is the idea I have. If you want to start your own goal, I, I can show you. You can use my virtual platform and we'll set up a Luke uh, Glenn show or a Bill Witzinger show. And you can talk about roadkill and you can talk about moonshine and you can talk about, you know, how your amp works and uh, amp and, uh, you know, about the conversations you have with people about uh, people that, the audience members don't know, so they start, they would start having conversations about something. A sissy, a sissy said this, and sissy said that, and like, who the fuck is sissy? Put it some context. They have to give a little context. They don't realize that you don't know everyone they know, and you don't pick up on those conversations. And I, I try to get on Mark, and we try to talk about things, and it just wouldn't coalesce. So that's when uh, Jenna came along, and Jenna's a uh, local. Um, finance manager at a, a recreational vehicle place and we do uh and we change it from just being almost always on venue driven uh a podcast to content driven and we just sit there and we talk and riff off that and then sometimes you may see me driving it and pushing it uh into other subjects but that's just what happens in a bar sometimes. But with a bar, it's people walk in and they do it and they talk about it and they give you, they prompt you with something that's weird and you'll just steamroll into it. Uh, so we're, we'll be drinking and doing the show and uh, giving updates on Key's uh, events, Key's history. Recently, we had a great uh, spate of weird stories. Uh, we had a young man named Amado Gare we call the hijacker or uh, Wanko Doodle Dandy. Uh, he was uh, arrested one night walking to the lover's boutique, the very lover's boutique that canceled 
our um, our show there. Uh, while he was there, a woman noticed, uh, while he was walking to it, which he was a little ways off, a woman noticed he was exposing himself and he looked like he might be masturbating. And he was. And the police stopped him and they found uh, some drug paraphernalia on him. And they, you know, they said he was exposing himself. And he did explain he was going to the um, adult store, but he had become impatient and he had started to take care of himself on the way there. And uh, Mato Gare, um, you know, we salute you. And that's some of the stories we'd like to bring you. But that's just, we don't, we're not just driven by stories. We're driven by ideas, uh, not necessarily high-minded ideas, but the ideas nonetheless. And I had friends. I had my friend Joel uh, from, uh, he's a, uh, a retired uh, psychologist from uh, the Mid-Atlantic region, who lives uh, part of the year in Barcelona, Spain, with his lovely wife. Uh, we had him on, and uh, his friend Jack, and uh, Jack and Joel, yep, and we did a couple episodes with them. Uh, I did, uh, I have, uh, I think there's Papa Joe is a new one, and we're hoping to do, in the future, probably do some uh, ven- more venue-driven shows where we're going to different places, do the show, introduce people, talk about the place so we can come and get a feel for the keys. Uh, but that's essentially what I do. I want to be keys bartender. I want to introduce you to keys, talk a little about the bar stuff, do you know anything funny, observational we can do, and then maybe we can do some chatting and things like that. But uh, right now uh, we are in, uh, we're, we're, the sound will be getting better. The show notes will be getting better, and we will be getting, uh, hopefully we'll be getting some uh, uh, sort of uh, uptick in exposure. And that will help us uh, do it. And I'll probably be able to, you know, for good or bad, do, do more shows during the week. So instead of doing two shows a week, we're going to do three. But uh, I'd like to thank everyone that's listening. And remember, we need to, um, if you do have the opportunity to uh, leave a review. The review raises, especially on iTunes, uh, it's, it's, it, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's not very clear how, it's very hard to find us on iTunes sometimes. And the more, I want to show up in the, uh, if we can, if it's deemed well enough, I want to show up in a thing where it's, if you like this show, why don't you listen to this show? And uh, we'd like to do that. And uh, I hope you appreciate it. I'm sorry I went on for, uh, 46 minutes. I just figured we needed to do a review at this time. And I also wanted to um, release a show for uh, Tuesday. And now uh, um, we'll probably have, we might have two two episodes this week. Who knows? But uh, I mean, two more additional episodes. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, this is Jim, the Keys bartender. Uh, ha- have a drink on me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with some stupid fucking saying that you'll be able to Uh, I'll probably stick to, but uh, thank you for listening this week and uh, I'll talk to you soon.